0: the pat Kenny show with matter private network on news talk
1: now we're going uh, live to bloom where it's media day and there we find our regular horticulturalist member of the Hawken garden center family Poric horken Porik, good morning
0: good morning to you pat direct from bloom i'm actually standing out side the beauty and the beast the musical garden and you can hear that beautiful orchestral piece in the background it's very, very busy here today, today, Pat, at Media Day. There are 19 show gardens in total. They're absolutely stunning. It's hard to believe that it's three years since I've been here at Bloom because of COVID. But I can tell you that Bourbea have done an amazing job on the gardens. They're absolutely beautiful and the weather is
1: helping, of course. Now, there are lots of these uh, show gardens. Besides the Beauty and the Beast musical garden, what else takes your fancy?
0: Well there's two other gardens, Pat, in particular, the Shared Spaces Family Garden, I think is a great initiative by Borbia. It it's part of their easy steps to dream gardens and the shared spaces family garden is designed just for that, for family particularly with families with teenagers and young adults. So the garden has beautiful planting, but it's got different areas in the garden for the different age groups, as it were. So from, you know, restful areas in undercovers to areas on the patio and with some stunning uh, planting. And many of these uh, gardens, Pat, can be, you know, you can retrofit them back into your own home, take pieces from them and um, add some of the ideas that that the designers have used. And of course, all the information is on board Borbea Bloom.ie. The other garden that I thought was particularly nice is the Nature Enthusiast Garden, and that's from Jay McCorkrill. And again, it's part of the Easy Steps to Dream Gardens, part of the Borbia um, initiative. And again, that's a beautiful haven of cottage garden plants. I'm looking at beautiful poppies and flower, foxgloves go- in full bloom. Beautiful Japanese maples. And again, Jane's Garden has some lots of restful spaces, some really good ideas for storing bikes and um, just a very, very pretty garden. Uh, There's a
1: garden here for everyone. And how are they handling, you know, the indoor spaces uh, that they used to have? I don't know whether they still have them for, you know, food halls and all the rest of it.
0: Yeah, there's still a certain element of of indoor, but they've extended the outdoor area, particularly the nursery element. The selling of plants is going to be outside this year, Pat. Um, So, plenty more space out of doors. Remember, the bloom extends over 73 acres of the Phoenix Park. So there's plenty of space here. But the, speaking to the organisers this morning, Karl Marx was saying to me that they're expecting very, very big crowds. The weather's promised really good over the weekend. And I think there's pent up demand to get back to bloom. So my, my advice really is to come early and uh, take your time getting into bloom.
1: Now, we've time for a few questions. Um, I have a 15-year-old ceanothus tree, which now only flowers for about two weeks and quite a few yellow leaves. It used to be much more vigorous. Any ideas? That's from John. Well,
0: it's not- it's a, when you see yellowing in the foliage of plants, so Cianotus, it's the Californian lilac. It's a relatively easy plant to grow, but it is a hungry plant and the yelling of the foliage will, will indicate that the plant is hungry. It needs to be fed. This is actually quite a good time to feed it. So I would apply something like Uh, a good quality rose fertiliser or Osmo Pro 6 tree and shrub fertiliser now water it in and reapply that in about four weeks time so the plant is hungry it needs to be fed
1: Mm -hmm. Now maybe this is the same answer Um, our 25 year old olive tree leaves are turning yellow with a kind of a mosaic pattern we bought it from a nursery last June and it was thriving but it has been deteriorating in the last month it's not in a pot it's presumably in the ground
0: In the ground yeah well again the same thing applies Pat that uh, You know, yellowing on foliage of plants, particularly at this time of year. Plants should be vigorously growing now, but they need some nutrition. So, again, granulated fertilizer or a liquid feed in this instance will also be beneficial. So, again, um, the Osmo Pro 6 applied now and repeated in four to six weeks' time.
1: Can you ask Porik why my peony roses aren't flowering? Um, It's two years now without flowering. Lovely, healthy-looking leaves, but no flowers. That's from Cloda.
0: A very typical of peony roses, patch. Peony roses are the type of plant that once you plant them into the ground, they tend to do a lot of vegetative growing and then settle down to flowering. It can take up to three, four, often five years for the plants to settle into blooming. But having said that, once they do start flowering, they tend to be very reliable after that. A little bit of sulphur potash would help apply that to the base of the plant. But don't expect any flowers this year. You're you're really preparing the plant for next year. So peony roses and hydrangeas often that's that's atypical of them, particularly when, they go, go get, yeah. when they're newly planted.
1: Now, from Laura, I've been growing two jasmine climbers for the last three years in pots on the front of my south-facing home. They're not growing at all. In the three years, there's been very little increase in height. I think it's time to call it quits. They're just not happy here. Can Porik suggest an elegant evergreen climber which would be happy in a pot, perhaps white flowers, to cover a large section of wall? That's okay, from Laura.
0: Well, well, let me give you three, three of my favourites. So, and a very, very easy plant for Laura is a plant called Solanum jasminoides albae. Jasminoides meaning jasmine-like, and albae meaning white. And that's a plant in the potato family, patch. And you know how easy it is to grow potatoes here in Ireland. That particular Salanum will grow anything up to 18 to 20 feet. It'll generally put on about three to four feet of growth per year. So that's the first one I would pick. Make sure... Laura, that you get quite a large pot. You want a pot that's going to take about 150 litres of compost. So that's Solanum jasminoides alba. You could also consider Tracheospermum jasminoides, which is an evergreen climber, or a lovely winter flowering climber. Is a climber called Clematis winter beauty. And winter beauty actually holds its leaf 12 months of the year. It's very vigorous, up to six feet of growth per year. And it flowers from Christmas through to the end of February, early March.
1: Uh, another one on yellowing uh, tr- uh, leaves. I have a horse chestnut tree in my garden for thirty years, but this year the leaves have gone completely yellow. The tree seems to be dying. And
0: um, it, it, it most po- possibly is a little bit like ash trees. Past horse chestnuts are affected by disease as well, the disease of, of horse chestnut, and unfortunately, there's nothing that can be done with them. Very similar to the to the disease, the blight that we see on um, our common or ash trees. Um, unfortunately. Uh, horse chestnut, suffer from a similar disease and, and they're failing right through Europe and through Ireland as well. But there's nothing that can be done with the plant. It will so slowly start to regress over the mm. next couple of years.
1: How much stem should I cut back when deadheading sinetti? How many flower flushes will it give?
0: Oh, it will. It will continue to flower right through the summer as long as you keep deadheading. And deadheading is really you're stopping the plant from producing seed. And the function of any plant, of course, is to produce its seed, and then it stops flowering. So we deadhead plants right through the summer, taking off the old flower head and at least six inches of the main stem. Uh, refeed feed it with a liquid feed. It'll come back into growth, and that sinesia will come back into flower then in about three to four weeks' time. And you continue to do that right through the summer. The same with roses, and the same with many herbaceous perennials plants lupins, for example
1: Uh, another one here i've potatoes in a raised bed planted two years ago never fully harvested now they're fully growing again and in full flower are they okay and secondly saw the next door cat using the potato bed over the winter as a litter box is cat poo toxic
0: well, no. And look at it, will have well decomposed at this stage if, if, the, if the cash was there during the winter. So that's nothing to worry about. Potatoes, the main thing when you're harvesting potatoes is remove any green tubers. So anything that has come to the surface and the light, the sunlight has turned them green, they're going to be poisonous. So get rid of those. But the tubers beneath the soil would be perfectly fine, even though they're in the soil
1: over two years. Well, Porek, that's all we have time for. And thank you very much for joining us live from Bloom in the Phoenix Park. The Pat Kenny Show. With Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.